I wanted that monogram. Good morning, Nina. How are you today? Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Great to see you. Girl, I am so happy that we are coming full circle because this Opportunity Knocks podcast, I think, started with you and a few other people talking about opportunities. Let's face it. And I know you and I, during the pandemic, along with Christine Gardner, were all about this hashtag bright side believers. And really, we're trying to help women find hope in this whole process of COVID and the pandemic. And so I just want to thank you for being willing to come back around now and really interview, not alive, uh, but we have our real podcast now, um, Opportunity Knock. So I'm excited to be here with you today. Yeah. And congratulations on having it be a podcast now. That's so amazing. And I'm so proud of you. So that's so awesome. Oh, I, well, love, I love seeing it all happen. Oh, thank you. Well, you're always such a big cheerleader of mine from the beginning since I've known you almost three years. So anyways, folks out in the audience, uh, we know what we're here to do today. We're here to gather for Opportunity Knocks. And every week we feature a different female entrepreneur who is going to inform us and educate us on their process on how they make, take, create, and evaluate opportunities. So today... I am joined by Nina B. Clark, not to be you know, confused with NBC, the network. However, she did actually work for NBC. She's a former journalist and she owns, she owns or she runs and founded a podcast called Nina's Got Good News. She's got amazing people. So you should also follow Nina. And also just frankly, she's involved in so many different things. She is an idea generator. She's an influencer for sure on Instagram. But in addition to that, she's a managing director at Beauty Counter. And that is the way that I was introduced to her gratefully. So I wanted to invite you on today because like I said, you are one of the four founding fathers for me related to Beauty Counter specifically, but Honestly, I just find you so inspiring how you take on new things all the time. So I'd love for you to tell us just a little bit about you and, you know, you live in Connecticut now, but I want to hear all about your story and so does everybody else. Oh gosh, you're so, you're, you're so nice. I hope I don't bore everyone, but um, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the highlights. Um, so I, my whole background is in television news, like you said. I am an Emmy award-winning journalist. I worked at many of the networks, including NBC, including Fox. Um, luckily I married a man with the last name of Clark because I was Nina Bradley when I was in television news. And then I became Nina Bradley Clark. So my monogram was NBC, which was super fun when I was working at NBC. Everyone thought that um, when I was carrying around monogram bags, they thought it was because of work and it was really That's because so that was funny. my new, my new, my new monogram. I'm but so proud to be NBC. Yes, exactly. So um, had a great career in television news. You know, I would never trade it for the world. I learned so much. I worked really hard. I traveled all over the place. I covered presidents. I um, covered hurricanes. I, you know, you name it, I covered it. Wow. Um, it was, it was pretty incredible, including, you know, being part of um, presidential campaigns and working at the White House, just really amazing experiences. Very stressful though, very high stress, um, like no real time off. 
which is, you know, challenging when you're trying to have a life. And at the time I was trying to have a relationship with my now husband. Luckily he was super patient and super supportive, which I always think in any, in any job for women is super important to have a supportive partner, no matter what job you're in. Um, but looking back now, I realized like just how lucky I was to have Jeff. Um, because it is, you know, it's, it's super intense when you're in, when you're in news and it's um, 365 days, 24 seven on cable, like the, really the news cycle, like never stops. Never. And even when I was covering it, let alone now, when it's like the world is so crazy, exactly. thank goodness I'm, you know, not involved anymore in that. But even when I was doing it, it was, it was intense and there was breaking news at all hours. And um, because of the positions that I had, I was always on call. Um, and that, that, that can be a lot, but I, I had a strong work ethic, like always my parents instilled in me from, from a very young age about a strong work ethic. I always had jobs. I always worked hard. Did you grow um, up was, in Connecticut too? I was I did sure. grow up in Connecticut. Okay. Yep. Born yeah. and raised in Connecticut. That's and, a um, deal that you stayed. Yeah, I stayed. We came back. Um, we're in a different part of Connecticut than where, than where I grew up, but one of the things that when Jeff and I decided that we were going to be together in New York City, um, because I was working in Boston for a while when we were dating long distance, I was working in a newsroom in Boston at NBC. And then we finally, after 9-11, decided we had to be in the same town. Well, it's probably um, also so, a traumatic experience. Tra traumatic yeah. experiences bring people together. Yep. So we, we decided to be together in New York City. And so because Jeff worked in finance, I was in, in news. We were in New York. And after we just, once we got married and we were in the city and we decided um, we were going to have a family and all that, we decided we wanted to move to the suburbs. So that's sort of how we got to Connecticut, got back to Connecticut um, was because of starting a family, but um, loved well, my time. It sounds like you were really trying to put your priorities in alignment. Yes. Your values as we talk. My about. values. Yeah. Yes. yes. And we have two kids very busy kids, but I did decide after we had kids to, um, retire from television news. That was a, it was a hard decision, but it was one of those decisions that we had to make together. Jeff and I made together. Um, we knew what was best for our family. And because I think we sort of started later than a lot of our friends, you know, we, we got married a little later than our friends because we both were, you know, very career driven. And then we had babies a little bit later than our friends. I felt like I didn't have any regrets saying that I wanted to stay home and raise my babies because, you know, I'd won an Emmy. I was like sort of at the top of my game. I was running my own show at Fox news. I felt like I was, I was okay um, mm -hmm. with that decision, but it's always a really hard decision. I think for all of us as women, when we want to have babies and we're working, you know, in, really high pressure, high, high powered jobs. It's a really and hard high performance. Yes. It's, so it's not just the pressure, but it's the pressure we put on ourselves because yeah. we are performers. Yeah. Right. But I, you know, I'd always, you know, I wanted to have a, a family so badly that I just felt good about that decision. And luckily at the time I had a really incredible boss at Fox news who was a man. And he said to me, Nina, you're making the best decision of your life. You will never regret. And that made me feel really good because he, he sort of, you know, agreed with me and said, you know, you know, you're never going to regret this. This is the best decision you're making. 
and you can always come back. He said, you know, the door will always be back, will be open for you whenever you want to come back. And that also made me feel good and made me if feel you like where you were at, you know, yeah. he acknowledged yeah. what, what space you were in. That's amazing. I know. And to hear that from a, from a guy doesn't always happen. He was so supportive. So that, that just made me feel good about that decision. And then, um, you know, we had our babies and then I started working from home, which was great. Started working from home, doing some PR for a couple of different small businesses and, you know, being able to still do a little bit of work while you're having these babies and changing diapers and doing bath time and just the naps and all the things it makes you feel like you're actually accomplishing something. Yes. So it was nice to be able to, you know, have something else for myself at home with, while I was, you know, all of a sudden playing mom, it was, that was nice to be able to do that. So, um, and luckily from the, doing the PR at home, then I got introduced to beauty counter. How did and- that come about? Like, where did Beauty Counter come in? Was it through a friend or was yeah, it? Yeah, so it was my friend, Rachel, who you know out in LA, who, oh, was, okay. who was friends with Greg, so Greg Renfrew, our CEO. Um, she knew our CEO out in LA and she called me up. She was a childhood friend and she said, you know, I know you're doing a little bit of PR at home and you have these babies, but you should really, you should really know more about this company that I'm working for now called Beauty Counter. So long story, the reason I really decided to partner with Beauty Counter was because she sent me an article about Johnson & Johnson baby shampoo. Mm-hmm. And that was it because I was using was like, Johnson & really Johnson good. baby shampoo. At the time, it was made with formaldehyde. Luckily, Johnson & Johnson has now changed their formula and they no longer use formaldehyde. But I was using that on my babies because wow. that's what my Everybody mom was. used. Yeah, my mom used that on me, myself and my brother So I was using that on my babies and I thought, you know what, if I didn't know this information, I bet my mom friends have no idea either. Yeah. So I was like, I really need to get involved in this company and just, you know, change, you know, let people know and educate people about what's going on with these, especially what we're putting on our babies. But what a great, that's why I, that's why I partnered with What a great thing that she actually educated you through sending you the article, not just the app, but actually like educating you. So uh, pulling on your heartstrings. Right. And that was it. Then I never really looked back after that. It was like, I just started sharing it and, um, you know, luckily at the time, like a lot of people were like me, they had no idea about any of this stuff that was in their products on themselves, their kids, you know, so it was one of those things that just kind of, it really started to take off for me. I had no expectations about it. I really just wanted to share, share, you know, the educational part of it. And, you know, I, I, I was a natural sharer because that's what I did in news, right? I shared information. So this was just different. I was sharing different information. I wasn't sharing, you know, the news and the weather. I was sharing information about this company and what, what kind of chemicals and ingredients that are in all of our products. So luckily I was able to, you know, build a business from home while still doing PR on the side for a couple of small businesses. And it just, you know, I couldn't believe how it took off. And next thing I knew it was, you know, growing and growing. And it was just an incredible, it's been an incredible, it was an incredible opportunity. It's such a great company. And it's sort of like opened the door to so many other things for me um, throughout the years. But um, 
it's just been, it's been such a great, and the community part of it, I mean, you know, that's how we met, but like our community is so strong, so many amazing, incredible, um, you know, smart, sophisticated, well-educated, everyone has like so many other things going on that are interesting. We're all yeah, entrepreneurs. It's not just beauty counter. It's right. so greater than that. And so beauty counter ends up feeding the other things that they are working on. So it's exactly beautiful, a really beautiful thing. So you actually said yes then, right? Yes. I said, yes, I did. I said, yes, that's you my new mantra. Opportunity, huh? <laughs> that's my new mantra for 2021. Is yes, to it is. Yes. We are all about the we. Yes. We, 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 we. We have to say yes to more things in 2021. I think it's the year of the yes. Yes. So, so tell me, speaking of yes and, and things like that, you know, when you think about you deciding to start, cause you're clearly a doer, you know, like you're somebody who yes is not always a hard thing for you. You may set a boundary, which boundaries are healthy, but you know, since this is all about creating, making, taking, evaluating opportunities, like, you know, you decided to start a podcast from nothing. And I remember when you and I, and it's natural, obviously, cause it totally feeds on your background. Right. But I remember when you and I had this conversation in Nashville and you're like, are you going to do a podcast? And I was like, Oh no, I'm not going to do a podcast. And of course now we have one, but you were like, it's a lot of work. So tell me a little bit more about like why this baby for you, what it means to you. Cause I know you have some amazing speakers that come on and um, business people. So tell me a little bit more about that. Well, so what happened was it was in, um, I, because of beauty counter, you know, just to take it back a, a one step because of beauty counter, I always wanted to have my own blog. So because of beauty counter, my business was taking off and I was sharing all these different things. I had so much information to share. I wanted to get more things out there. So I decided to start a blog. So I started blogging and writing because I love writing. That was one of the things I loved when I was a journalist. I loved writing, sharing stories. So I was sharing information, you know, in the blog space, which is great. And then in 2018, um, a friend of mine, I was talking to so many different friends about watching the news. Um, a lot of moms who were like me were all of a sudden, like, it was so negative. It was kind yeah. of, we find ourselves watching the news and feeling a little bit depressed and it was slightly toxic. It was always bad news. Right. So we were all kind of talking about it. And I thought, you know what, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, you know what, there was like a niche there because I'm a news junkie and I found myself like not really wanting to watch the news. And by the way, like a lot of these people are my friends that are on television and I, I felt badly not really wanting to like support them and watch course, every yeah. single night. But I thought, you know what, there's a niche there. A lot of us need more good, positive news. I love telling stories. I love sharing stories. And there are a lot of good, there's so much good out there, right? There's a lot of good things happening. A lot of positive people out there I just thought, why can't I share those people and those stories, but maybe in my own way in the audio space. And I'd always been fascinated with podcasts because I love listening to podcasts, whether I'm running or walking the dog or, oh, yeah, you know, driving, reading. commuting, you know, whatever it is, we love podcasts. Yeah. So I'm a podcast consumer listener. And I thought, you know what, I could probably figure this out. So um, before I told anyone, I took, I took a, a course online. I started taking a course online. Maybe learning I, a little bit course. More. I know, right? Well, you're already doing it. So don't worry. You can probably you never know. I took a class and I just started like 
I was like a sponge, you know, I was like learning and learning. And anyway, I decided to, after a few months of like planning it out, then I was like, you know what, it's like time to rip off the bandaid. I'm just going to do it. Like, I felt like I had enough, um, training and I, I watched enough of these, you know, webinars online from this teacher. I was like ready to go. So the first one I put out there was all about like one of my main things in my life is kindness. Mm, and so like the first true. episode I put out was just about the importance of kindness. And this was 2018, right? Not knowing like that did in 2020 or were you the one? No, I did it on my own. It was like me talking for five that. minutes about the importance of being kind to people. Mm. Um, so I look back at that and I think, you know what, in 2020 and in 2021, like the world really does need all this kind of good news. It's so true. Um, so I didn't really know then how much we were going to need positive people, positive stories. But, you know, luckily for me, I saw the niche there and I went for it. And, you know, I just decided and I just feel like I, I always tell people, like, just go for it. Just yeah. start. If you want to start a blog, if you want to start a business, if you want to start a podcast, like, Yes, it's going to be work. And probably when I was having that conversation with you, Michelle, about starting your own podcast, I probably just wanted you to know, like, it's not so easy, Yes, like nothing, like anything else. It's a job, right? But if you want it, if you're passionate about what you're doing and you're willing to put in the work, then like go for it. So start the blog, start the podcast, start your own business, start your own whatever, but like, go for it. If you're really passionate about it. And that was something I was passionate about was sharing good news, then mm -hmm. absolutely go for it. Um, don't hold back. Um, but like anything else, it is a job, right? At the end of the day, like one of the, one of the jobs I have is putting out a podcast, mm -hmm. right? Like absolutely. I have sponsors, you know, I, I get paid for it now. So I'm able to monetize it. But again, so that's a job. It's not like, you know, some people say to me, oh, you make it look so easy. Well, that's great. But like, there's a lot that goes into it, you yeah. know, right? Like figuring out your guests, you know, figuring out good content, right? We, we want to put out good things for people so that they're, so you they know, come back for more, they'll come back for more, right? Um, so all of it is work and it's a job, but, um, like I said, I'm super passionate about good news and sharing positive people and sharing positive stories because they're out there, right? If you just, if you look hard enough, like there's so much good out there. So I think that people just, and they do want that now, right? Everyone I wants agree. to hear of that. Everybody's of looking stories. for the hope. Yeah. And I think you're actually, you're so gifted at that. And that's not to say that you don't acknowledge all the things around you, but I do think that's something that we share in common that it's like, we find the importance in really trying to help focus people on good, that there exactly. are opportunities, that there is good news. And okay. I think, uh, I think I love your podcast because I, I find hope every single time. Now I'm actually super interested in wanting to go listen to the kindness one. Cause I think I started listening to it when you were already like two or three years in. Right. So like, I, I don't think I actually even knew about that one. So now I, I'm yeah, so that excited. was my first one. So yeah. I love that. I love Acts that. of kindness. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think it's just um, like you said, it's important to, you know, I, I don't live with like rose colored glasses, right? Yeah. Like I'm very, I'm real, I'm human. I have bad days. I share about that all the time, whether it's on the podcast or on my Instagram or on my blog, like I'm real. And, you know, we all have those bad moments and, 
you know, one of the things I always ask every single guest is what's your biggest challenge? Like mm-hmm. if something happened that was bad, I want them to share it. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm hoping is that even if, if they have something bad that's happened is that they've come to the other side of it and they can share what they've learned. So I'm not like, you know, everything is awesome and perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. on every podcast. Everything I want to hear, right. I want to hear all the nitty gritty. I want to hear about the failures, the challenges, the, you know, the speed bumps along the way, because that's actually what makes us all better. Absolutely. You know, and that's what we can all learn from each other. Like all the missteps along the way. I want to hear all that. I want to hear all the, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Because that, that way we can all get better together at the end of it. So I think that's also really important to not, you know, not always, you know, it's not like it's all like perfect all the time. Like every guest that comes on doesn't have some like perfect story with a bow on it, you know? I think that's, so, the, um, that's the interesting thing about having the courage to talk to people, right? Because it is quite courageous. I mean, you had a journalist background, right? But there's a lot of people that start podcasts because they just like to talk to people, right? But the thing is, is that, you know, um, hearing somebody's story and not knowing what's going to show up is so interesting because some people are very vulnerable and reveal things that you have to be equipped to be able to walk them through it. And um, yeah, I think it's actually, it's true. I mean, every single person has these journeys that they go through to get to wherever they were today. But it, it, the main thing in common in some ways is courage, you know, or yeah. vulnerability, right? Um, tell me, so I'm gonna turn that question around on you. So what is your greatest challenge? I think right now as a mom, it's like juggling so much. I mean, I'm not alone in that. You know, I know you can totally relate and I'm sure a lot of your audience can. Um, I just think it's it's a lot, right? I think we've had a really challenging year. There's been there's been some positives for sure. And I, you know, I try to focus on those too with my kids so that we're not all like, oh my God, it's been such a bad year, right? There's actually been some positives and some silver linings right? We always try to find the silver linings in, in, in challenges too. But I think just juggling a lot as a mom, my kids are busy. My husband's busy. My husband's back working full-time in New York city again. So, um, you know, there's just a lot going on. And then with my, with, with what I want to do, I'm always struggling because I actually want to do more, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's one of those things where I would love to put out a podcast every single week, Right. But I'm doing this. I'm a party of one. So yeah. I'm doing all this by myself. So I, I often have to just take a breath and say, like, it's OK, Nina, if you do one every other week or some months, I'm like, you know what? I'm only putting out one podcast this month because I have so much other stuff going on. My kids need me. I think it's also they're at an age where they, you know, they really do need me. Yes. Um, they need their parents. And since I'm, you know, more I'm more I'm around more. My husband's in, in, in New York City. Um, you know, I have to, I'm, I'm their person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I think it's hard for someone like myself who wants to do so much. I'm being pulled in so many different directions. So I would say my biggest challenge is just to remember that first and foremost, my number one job in this world is to be Charlie's mom and Blaine's mom. Mm. And um, whatever else, you know, that I want to do has to be second to, to them, especially right now. I also think after the year we've had, I'm really trying to focus on mental health. Yes. Not only for, you know, 
for my myself, my kids, but like my community, right? I've heard so we we all hear so many stories that are happening around us. And I just, you know, I want to make sure that we're all focused on supporting each other, helping each other, being there, being a good listener, yes. checking in on each other. You know, it's really important to check in on on, you know, even your even your friends that you think are the strong well, friends. Exactly. You know, um, I think it's really important to check in. I think it's one of those things where I'm trying to check in with my kids more frequently. Mm-hmm. You know, I find that at bedtime is when they, mm-hmm. they may want to talk a little bit more. So at bedtime, I'll check in with them. Like, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we, mm-hmm. you know, what's on your mind? Is there anything you want to talk about? Yes. You know, so I think um, also that is one of the challenges for me is that um, I don't, I don't want to see anyone um, go unsupported, um, in my, whether it's in my family, in my community, in my circle. So, um, I, I, that's been like in my heart lately because I've been hearing more stories, more and more stories of, um, people that are suffering. Yeah, me too. So I think it's important that we, um, that that's sort of, that we're all aware that it's well, happening. I think we, like um, one of the things about you is that you love to serve. Like, so you, give so much of your heart and time to others in this process, whatever the process might be. But um, I see that in you where you don't, you don't like to see people suffer. So if there's a way to actually help them or provide them an opportunity, I see where you immediately respond or go there. It's a, it's a beautiful quality of, you know, one of your other beautiful qualities. Thank you. Well, you, I feel like you're very similar in that way too. So, um, we just, we're mirrors of one another. Yes. Yes. I feel blessed to, to know that side of you. So, um, you know, it's interesting that you talk about, uh, I love your clarity around knowing like, cause you're right. There are so many opportunities around us. Some people don't always see them. I know you're a lot like me. We like to do a lot of things. And I love the clarity that you have that your first job is your children. And you're such a good mother. I mean, I see how present you are with your children. And it's really beautiful to even hear your tips of how you check in. Because sometimes those are hard things too, because not everybody wants to be checked in on. Right. So, I know getting, getting them to talk can sometimes be hard, but we're working on that, especially, especially with boys. I think, um, you know, I'm sure your daughter is, is, is like this too. Like Blaine is like, she, she'll chat with me more than my son does. So it's definitely a work in progress, but, um, they just have to know you're there when they're ready to talk. They will, they just have to know that you're there and that yes. you're, you know, that you want to be there and you want to listen and yeah. not judge and not judge them. I, I hear you. Yeah. The judging and the zipping it and listening. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. The listening component is the most important part of the communication with anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard for us sometimes to not you know, say something, but I'd love, you know, uh, for you to sort of leave me with, um, and our, uh, audience with just What's next for you? What's next for Nina's got good news and just Nina B. Clark. And, you know, what I love is that, you know, like I said before, you're always willing to kind of take on new things. So I'd love to see how you're sort of regenerating yourself and coming up with the next, next version, even better. 
I know. Well, I'm loving the podcast. I've had some really great guests on, and I'm just going to continue to to work on really great content with really inspiring guests. Had so many great people on recently, including Bobby Brown, the makeup master herself. Um, just so many amazing people that are doing great things. She started a new clean makeup line. Since we're you and I are both passionate about clean, safe products, she started um, a new line called Jones Road Beauty. Um, then I also had the pleasure of talking with the founder of Mary Ruth's Organics, the, the yeah. vitamin empire, mm-hmm. Mary Ruth Guillaume, who's super amazing. <laughs> She's also a fan of Beauty Counter, just like Bobby Brown is, by the way. They, they both love our brand, which is awesome. But I love just talking to great people that are doing interesting things and, you know, making an impact on all of us. Um, whether it's, you know, through their businesses or their messaging. And I just, you know, all their tips and advice. I feel like I learned so much. And I'm just excited to work with, you know, brands and businesses and people that I really believe in, that I want to support, that I want to feel good about, that I want to share, whether they're in my community, whether they're in my local community or my extended community. And then, um, you know, one of the things that I mentioned earlier, but my mantra in 2021 for this new this year, now that we're sort of slowly coming out of this pandemic and things are getting better here in Connecticut, at least, is that you know it's that it's the time to say yes to to new things, absolutely, and just saying yes to opportunities, um, whether it's you know meeting up with a friend or trying something new. And for me, you know, recently I just. Um, I just came out of retirement from, from playing ice hockey after 31 years. I'm really excited. This is like a brand new thing. I just decided that this is the time I'm going to say, yes, why not? Why haven't, why did I stop playing ice hockey in 1990 and never picked up a stick again? Both my kids play, wanted me to play, um, the hockey community, my hockey family is so special to me. And I just thought, you know what? this is the year to say yes. So I'm doing that. And that's like a really fun, fun new thing for me to, to be doing. And I'm um, working with a brand alongside that, which is really fun to support. Um, so, you know, People we'll see what happens. People are going to think we're nuts. I'm the roller skating queen. And yes. We're the hockey queen. Yes. Exactly. And roller skating and hockey. They it's go hand in hand. hand. I mean, if I lived in Connecticut, you know, I'd be on your team. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to come to the rink and you're going to skate with me. So don't be, I'll be there next week, so and, don't get scared. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a good time for people to start thinking about saying yes to more things, no matter yeah, what. Completely so agree. that's kind of my new mantra. Thank you for sharing that. I can't agree with you more. And just because you say yes today doesn't mean that you can't reevaluate and shift your perspective. Tomorrow might be maybe. Exactly. Say yes. And I mean, it's like, why not? Right. Just give it a shot. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So um, where can people find you? I'd love for them to be able to find you on your Instagram and your, uh, you know, good news. Everybody needs to know. Oh, well, you're so great. Thank you. Across all social media platforms. I keep it really simple. I'm on every social media platform out there, including TikTok. I'm at Nina B. Clark. So um, I was Nina Bradley in my news days. So the B is for Bradley. And then Clark, we have an E at the end. So Nina B. Clark with an E. And then my podcast is on all the platforms now. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's called Nina's Got Good News. And we're growing, we're growing every single month, new great episodes, new sponsorships. And it's just really fun and inspirational and just trying to stay positive during 
you know, a really crazy time and trying to share those good stories. So we'll just keep that going in 2021. So thanks, Michelle, so much. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time. I, I feel grateful just to know you, honestly, to be in the presence of someone that uh, their goal is merely to bring more positivity into this world. So, and there's the phone. <laughs> Yep, there we so, go. Uh, there's, there goes. That might be Bobby Brown on the line. That's Bobby Brown. I better She's pick like, up. Thanks She's for that calling. She wants to say yes. Yes. She's <laughs> so, ready. Anyways, it was. It's always a great uh, time interviewing you. So I really appreciate Aww. it, and I look Thank forward you to so more much. fun. Thank I know. I can't wait to see you in person. Hopefully in 2021, we're going to make this all happen again. We can I all travel so. again. Hopefully. I really hope so. I wish lead was actually in person. So thank you. So I much. know. Thank you.